Quick disclaimer, the first 30 minutes of this podcast are on very weak audio. The second 30 minutes are significantly better. Um, so yeah, sorry about that. Now on to the podcast. All right. Uh, welcome to Three Miragum. This is our first episode. I'm Isi. My right is Mendel. My left is Aaron. Together we make up the Three Miragum. Hey. We will explain the name later. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to be a podcast talking about a lot of different things. Tyra, sports, politics, life. 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 Any random thing that happened to us during the week that we think could make interesting conversation. And yeah, that's what we're going to do. So my, um, you see, again, I'm 19 years old. You'll get used to my voice. I'm in college studying computer science, but I don't know anything about tech yet. So, uh, for now, that's just me. Aaron. Hi, what's up, guys? I'm Aaron. I'm 23 years old. I sell blinds for a living. So if you need blinds, you can always come to what me. What kind of blinds? All types of blinds, literally anything. Okay. I'll sell you any type of blind. What else? I'll sell you. Like shades for the sun? Like shades. for my windows? Exactly. Okay. You don't sell like blind people. No. That would be weird. No, I don't sell blind people. Human trafficking actually is a very lucrative business, but um, it, there is downsides to it. So 20 years in jail could be a lot. 20? Yeah. It depends I, on how many people. But you're not, you're not doing it. You're, you're not going to get any of the juries. Selling, he's selling curtains. Aaron is selling you're curtains. Selling curtains. Yeah. And he puts them up. He's very good at it. Exactly. Mendel? So Mendel, Mendel's chilling right now, honestly. We're doing some college. We're learning some Torah. Being a good Jew. Uh, that's about it. 20, I'm 20 years old. Watching good basketball game right now sitting with some good people having a conversation and i hope you guys will enjoy what we're about to say yeah all right so we're actually currently watching game seven sixers hawks attack it's tied 84 84 five minutes left so uh that's gonna that makes, might make some interesting uh podcasting when we just hear us yell like oh nice shot but anyway anyway we decided to start this podcast because because as a whole we figured it was going to be super original. No one's ever done a podcast before, so we'd be the first ever people That's doing a podcast. That's not true, by the way. Hey, hey, right. hey, Aaron. I'm trying to do something here. You can't, you can't be messing me up. All right, Aaron. I think the people want to know. We're called the Three Miraglim. Okay? The Miraglim and the Tyra are like some of the worst people ever. Like yeah. they, they went, they, they went into into Israel. And they spied the land and they lied about it to so the entire start, people. Start, start, from, start from the beginning. You know what I mean? I'm, well, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to go through the entire story. No. But we all know at the end that they complained to Maishar Avenu. And they convinced all the Jews that Israel is a terrible place. And then the Jews complained, as they always do. Why did he take us out of Egypt? We would have rather died. Yeah. And, uh, and then, like, everyone 20, 60 years old died because of the Moroccan. So why are we, call, why are we naming ourselves after Moroccan? The Moroccan means something very important to me, as the Moroccan weren't just some regular characters who were asked by Maisha to spy out the land and they gave a bad review and went against God. No, these were people that thought they had the Jews' intentions in mind when they when they wanted to um, go spy out the land and they and they wanted to give a negative review because they felt like their life in the desert was such a spiritual and connecting life to God that they felt like it would be best for the Yidin if they gave a bad review. While there was a grave mistake in that because obviously Hashem wanted them to go to the land and Hashem wanted them to turn the physical into something spiritual, to work the land. 
But at the same time, you understand that even the greatest of characters can make mistakes. And that idea, that point resonates with me. All these characters in the Torah, they're humans, and that's something very relatable to me. So I like the concept of the Moroglin. Also, I think it's a sick name, <laughs> Three Moroglin. Like, it just has such a good flow to it. It's such a good ring. Just plug in Three Moroglin. Nobody knows what it is. And the best part is anybody could be the Three Moroglin. It's, it's three people sitting around here, but you sitting at home listening to this podcast, you can be a part of the Three Moroglin. Your, your grandfather can be a part of the Three Moroglin. Anybody could be a part of the Three Moroglin. So yeah. I just think it's a very, like, it just resonates with me, the idea. All right. I like the name. Yeah. I think a, a, a point that you said was their intentions were good, but the outcome wasn't so good. So we all have intentions, even if they're positive, and then we carry out these things, whatever it is that we're doing, even if our intentions are good, doesn't mean necessarily what we're doing is good. So we just got to do good and not think we're doing good. But I, I guess we can we can rock the name for now. It's cool. Green Moraglin. I think it's a cool name. Alright. Yeah. I completely agree with you guys. I think that, I think Three Maragum is an awesome name. So, alright. So now that we got the Three Maragum out of the way, you understand we are called the Three Maragum. Now we want to delve into. That was basketball. Good job. Good Good job. job. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. Anyway. (laughs) So we're gonna, as this game's going on, we're gonna elevate the, the sparks of game seven with some tire. So I, I mean, I, is it considered time? So I have some thoughts on last week's part as I was reading it. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm a big guy. I read the, the parsha every week with Rashi. But I had some interesting thoughts on this week when I was reading the parsha. The Jews, they had no water. And they complained to Maishar Benu. We have no water. This is the worst. Why did he take us out of Egypt? We'd have rather died in, we would have, have rather died in Egypt. Now, I was super annoyed when I heard the Jews say this again, like, it happens every single parsha. They complain. They did the same thing with the Moroccan. They did the same thing when they when they had no when they wanted meat. They did the same thing multiple times, and every single time they do this, oh my gosh, why did he take us out of Egypt? We would have rather died. They all die. All of them. Like twenty. These people just finished just finished a forty year period where all of their ancestors died. The only people who survived from the episode of Moroccan were everyone twenty years and young. All of their ancestors died for 40 years yeah. because they complained, Hashem, why did, take, Moshe, why did he take us out of Egypt? We would have rather died. And then they literally did it again. I don't know why that happened. I don't know why they did it. I was very confused. Like, why? why are you doing it? You know it? why? There's something called self-sabotage. It's yeah. something we do all the time, every single day. Right. Whether it's we're trying to stay healthy, but we don't go to the gym. Or we want to learn some Torah, or we want to do our schoolwork, but we procrastinate and we push things off until we're basically out of time, and then we get a bad grade. And we do this again and again and again. We constantly are self-sabotaging. So it's many, just something. I guess we're hardwired true. to Minion. self-sabotage. How many? How many of us try to go to Minion? Right. Make it. There's so many things that we do every day that that are self-sabotage. They're actually we. Here's the thing. We set goals for ourselves that we want to reach. So. I want to become a doctor, so I want to go to school every single day to do that. But if I self-sabotage and I stop going to classes and I stop studying and I get grades that aren't good, I'm never going to get to where I need to go. And the worst part is, is that we know this, like we know the goal and we know the things that we do that are 
counterproductive, and we do them anyway, and we do them constantly, again and again and again, just like the Jews, and they, they, I guess they just didn't learn their lesson. We don't learn our lessons sometimes. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I find this, like, I 100% agree with you are saying, I think that's a very good answer. So, I mean, I guess in this, so my, my problem with it is in this case, like the Jews, they saw all their ancestors die for doing what they just did. So I guess a possible answer, I guess you could say, is that like the same way they saw their ancestors die and still fail, like we don't see the impact. We don't see the impact of like the things, the negative things that we do or or the things that we miss out on, the impact of them. And I guess the Jews did and they still failed. So I guess that you can kind of see like a difference between that. Like they saw that they saw like the punishment that other people got for doing what they just did. We probably don't see it as much. But yeah, I guess that you can say that. You can look at it like this as well. Let's say there's a criminal. We all know what happens to someone who murders. Someone who murders goes to jail, and depending on where, what the laws are in the state that he committed the crime, he could also get the death penalty. Yet for some reason, people still kill people. They still end up going to jail, and they still, even though they're seeing, they know that this happens all the time, and people still do it. That's a big problem. People need to really stop self-sabotaging. It's kind of about being self-aware of what you're doing. It's like if you're if you realize you're in a cycle, you you have to be more aware of what you're doing. It's so easy to get caught in like a daily cycle where you're you stuck, you mess up and the same day, you met the next day you mess up again and you mess up the same way over and over. And and that can be a very frustrating and that can be very easy. This isn't something difficult. It's not difficult to go and mess up in the same way day after the next day after the next day. But one of the ways of realizing and breaking out of these cycles is to be in the moment when you're in there. Because it's very easy to lose track of time, lose track of where you want to be. But if you can focus and stop and connect to Hashem at times, then you're able to be in the moment and you can be like, oh, I've been doing this for three days. I've been doing this for two weeks. And that's not okay. And then the next time, even if it's the next day, you're back in that same situation where you're about to mess up, you could have a second thought. And even if you're not successful, maybe the next day you'll have a third thought and then you'll start to be successful. And then you'll start to break out of it. The idea is, is that eventually, at least I don't know 100% in this story, that eventually the Jews, even after failing over and over and over, they did make it to Israel. They did make it to the land. And that's... And now we want it. All the way, all the way, all the way. And I think that could be the lesson of what it's trying to say. As as many times as you mess up, as many times as, as you get things wrong, and if you're in a horrible cycle for days and days or weeks and weeks or even years, you can always break out of it. And you can always go and, and do something positive. And again, people are not defined by their actions. People are defined by their essence. What's inside is what defines you. It's not the external actions. And you're always capable. I know this line has been used way, way too much, but God doesn't give you any challenges that you can't handle. Yes. And and while that is easier said than done, like that motivation doesn't work for everyone. You can't just spit that line into anyone's head and they'll be like, oh, you're right. Because God doesn't give me a challenge that I can't handle, it's not going to break me. It could very easily break you. But at the same time, the idea, that concept eventually will resonate in your head. You failed this time, but eventually Hashem 
gave you the opportunities and tools to succeed. And if you work at it, you will succeed, guaranteed. The wow. biggest example of the Jews. I mean, right. At the end of the day, they got where they needed to be. If you, if you look at it in the opposite way, the amount of times they messed up, the amount of times they tested God, the amount of times they pushed his buttons and limits and all that, and yet they still made it to where they needed to go, shows on the power of perseverance. And yeah. the power of mercy. Exactly. God could have ended the whole Jewish people he wanted to a few times. He wanted to get rid of everyone, not just the people 20 and to 60. Times when Moses had to go to Hashem and say, if you are going to destroy the Jewish people, erase me from your Torah. And that's why in the Parashat Bayikra, the little Aleph is a small Aleph. It shows how humble Moshe was, but it's also a reminder that Hashem was could have erased Moses from the Torah or could have erased the entire Jewish people. Uh, yeah, that's beautiful. I think that that explains the concept of Anasya Dar so perfectly. The way the the way the Rebbe took the generation on his back, the way he he basically sacrificed himself for our benefit, is is only something that can be done th- through a Nazi Adar, which is super powerful. And yeah, I think it's also very it's also very interesting that you that you bring that up because I was about to say at the end of the day they, they didn't get they, the Jews didn't get punished for for complaining about not having water. The person who got punished was Meisher. And I think I think my my I think my father told me at the Shabbos table. I think what he was trying to tell me is very interesting that we just circle back to this, but what he was trying to tell me is Moshe didn't speak to the rock because he didn't want he didn't want Hashem to tell the Jews uh, or uh, someone to be able to make his comparison like the rock listened to Moshe Rabbeinu but the Jews did that's why he hid it and that's why the water came out so he did it to save the so people. again it's something like we said in the beginning, where good intentions, yeah. obviously the intentions were good, but the action itself was not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah, so that's a recurring theme. A lot of people have good intentions. A lot of Democrats, for example, uh, that are in office, it could, it could really be... AOC, our, our queen, right. we'll get into that later. She definitely has good intentions. She's just really, really. I believe it's fun. her brain. She thinks that, that she's, she's being good. Oh, sure. She's saving the world. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, reality is just not. Yeah, reality is not. Yeah, it's not always. They don't, no, not, not parallel. Yeah, no, it's not parallel. Her, yeah. What's going on in her brain and reality are just not the same thing. She's living in a different paradigm. 100%. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So we'll get into uh, our AOC ideas later. Yeah. Anyway. So who, now, who is AOC? We'll talk about that soon. Yeah. Now, now that was a great question. I really appreciate you guys answering my question. I did not. That, that was that got very spiritual. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> now, uh, now we're gonna maybe be a little too spiritual. That's fine. Next time we can keep it a little yeah, lighter. If it yeah. went, if it went over your head, send us an email. We'll try and help. Here's here's the problem. You guys after that might think I'm some spiritual guy. You might think that I I'm like some we're just together individual. Right. I, I'm the Especially furthest here. thing from spirit. Me, yeah. I'm the furthest thing from spirit. I try, put an effort, but spirituality is not one of my strong suits. I am working on it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Aaron, I really enjoyed that. It was beautiful. So, uh, okay, so our next topic, we're going to shift into sports, which is very perfect because 
Game seven is now a four-point game. We're ben Simmons is at the free throw line, and he bricked it as normal. Oh my God. Ben Simmons <laughs> is the worst <laughs> scoring superstar we've ever heard ever. Segue into sports, just like that. Just yeah, just we like did. Speaking yes, about we did. We're just trying to watch this game and not do this podcast. There's, a minute, there's a minute 48. Oh, ben Simmons made it for me. Wow. Yeah, minute 48. All right, so uh, the wildest games going on, I'm going to watch again. We're also going to recap yesterday's game. Bucks nets Game 7, that was absolutely incredible. It's looking like this game is going to be very similar. But that game was incredible. I was talking to some of my friends during the game. I have a friend who's a Bucks fan. And I was and wh- when the whole situation happened, how the Bucks, the Nets got the ball with seven seconds left down by two, I told them, sorry, man, game's over. KD's going to make a game-winning three automatically. There's no way he doesn't make a game-winning three. And it was it was very, very incredible how it happened. That Kevin Durant shot a fadeaway three to end the game, but his foot stepped on the line because his foot's too Both big. feet were on the line. Both <laughs> his foot's on the line. It wasn't one and it was high. And then the Bucks came through. I see him turn around. I'm like, his feet are on the line. But I'm like, this can't, this shot can't go in. No, I knew it was going in. I was, I, I, I'm a huge I, super I like, team hater. So I was very, I was going for the Nets a lot because I knew if the, net, if the Nets get healthy, James Harden, Trey Young for three, 50 yards. Uh, uh, if the Nets get healthy with Harden, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, they're just going to swipe everyone. Let me tell you guys something interesting. Yeah. The Nets have a coach that they signed, an executive coach by the name of Amari Stoudemire. You guys <laughs> probably know him. Yeah. He was uh, NBA All-Star, played for the Knicks, then went to Israel. Yeah, yeah. The we know I actually was in Yeshiva with him when I was in Israel. <laughs> Studying in Israel, he was in the same, we were in the same building sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I bump into him at Kosher Kingdom all person? the time. He's in my uncle's shear. Like, he had a Zoom shear. My, my uncle's a shliach. Guys, maybe our first guest on this podcast can be Amari Stoudemire. That oh, my God. Cool. I, I'll tell you, I see, him, I see him in shul sometimes. He actually lives in my area. I saw him one Friday afternoon. I walk into shul. I see Amari Stoudemire standing there dressed in Shabbat clothing. And he's speaking to some people, few guys, and they're talking about basketball. And there was a Nets versus LA game with the Lakers the wow. night before. And I heard these words come out of Amari Stoudemire's mouth. Baruch Hashem, we beat the Lakers last night. <laughs> Never in my life would I have thought to hear. That, this is the spot. I'm not talking much about Amari Stoudemire, but Amari Stoudemire has made a big leap in his life from what he was. And as we know, one of the hardest things to conquer is anger. Amari Stoudemire, one time he was playing against the Heat back when we had where he where he fans here because we're from Miami. He we had LeBron and we beat the Knicks. I don't remember which game it was, but Amari Stoudemire punched a fire hydrant and broke his arm. And next thing he came off the court wearing a cast. So now he's saying Brooklyn would beat the Nets. So that that's Amari Stoudemire. That's the trend. Right. Now 54 seconds, 93, 92 Hawks. Uh, I'm going. I'm personally going for the Hawks because playoff chokers are not my thing, and the Sixers are. Annual playoff chokers. Let's make a wager. If the Hawks win, our podcast will be successful. Oh, if they don't win, it's great. How about this? How about this? Let's, let's wager something. Let's wager something a little bit more tangible. That's all. That's in the Shemayim. Our, our podcast is going to be successful regardless. I'm in. That's in the Shemayim. What are we going to wager? We're going to wager a half hour learning session. Oh. We whatever you want to learn, you have to sit down and learn for a half hour something new, something brand. If Atlanta wins or just because? I think I only want because, but but we make your picks. What's your guys? Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are the biggest playoff chokers. Not really the biggest, but they are very much playoff chokers. 
And that. Ben Simmons can't finish. Do we want to beat chokers who can't finish? Wow. Absolutely not. It's a four-point game right now. Going to commercials. So, yeah, back on yesterday's game. So, wait, what were you going to say something? We still, well, we have to make our picks for this game. Oh, Hawks. Oh. Hawks. You want to be a Hawks podcast? Yeah. I'm, how about this? I'm Hawks. How about this? Who's, who's left in the final? Who's left in the playoffs? The Suns. The Bucks. The Bucks. The Clippers. The Clippers. And then one of these two teams. Yeah. If the Hawks win, let's become a Hawks podcast. <laughs> and then we'll go for the Hawks for this for this thing. I don't think I kind of I'm Milwaukee all the way. I have my Giannis jersey out now, the Korean City one, 100% real, and holding it in my hands right now. I am Giannis all the way. I think I believe Giannis has made the next step. I believe Drew Holiday is a very great two-way player. Cash Money Middleton might be the best. player. Middleton is such a baller. So he is so good. He's like. He's like Kobe, just like on his butt. No, honestly, though, Chris Middleton, like, when you think about it, like, he's basically a mini Kevin Durant. He's like six foot seven. He reminds he's me of skinny, Kobe. And he's an incredible shooter. He reminds me of Kobe. Okay, you could say I'm saying Kobe. I is like thick six and he's a so His form, just like that turnaround jumper, yeah. that that spot up three. Just, everything about him reminds me of Kobe, except his athleticism, obviously, right. isn't up to par with Kobe, as Kobe was really athletic, and Chris Middleton can barely jump. Okay, okay. We just said about a thousand to five thousand words on sports. This is what I think. If you would go like five hundred years ago to the time when people would have to go with their bow and arrow and go hunt an animal, and if they didn't kill this animal, they wouldn't have food or clothing. Yeah. For the next winter, and if they didn't chop wood, they wouldn't have fires in their home. If they came into this generation and saw that we're just watching a bunch of guys get sweaty for about one hour to win a piece of metal at the end of the season, they would think we're absolutely out, like, I, out of our minds. Yeah, I'm still watching. <laughs> I completely disagree with you. Six. All right, I'm all the way on the I completely disagree with you on that point. I think there's an idea of sports which can be boiled down. Can be boiled down very simply. Every rabbi has said that sports is just a bunch of athletic people running around. But no, no, I don't believe that's what athletics. That's not what sports is about. Sports is about competition. Sports is about hard work and perseverance and determination. It's also extremely entertaining mm-hmm. and has really good finishes. And it's a really good outlet, honestly. Yeah. I mean, what do you rather? You know, watch only the sports or addicted to TV shows or movies? I think sports is really I'm think that right now we have the time to, to watch sports. Back then, they yeah. did not have time to watch this. They exactly. Would. That's very true. That's very they true. Have, but that one of the advertisements from last night sums it up perfectly. Sports is the ultimate reality TV. What does that mean? Yeah. This is real. This is 100% real. These guys have worked their whole lives to get to this moment, and they're putting everything on the line. Reality TV is basically the fakest thing you can think of. It's scripted lines. No one wants to be there. It's all fake. Courtney hates Britney. <laughs> and, like, there's no context. It's like, oh, Britney, she ate my cereal. Like, like what? This, this is so real. These people have focused all their lives on this crap, and it's, it's showing in this moment with everything on the line. And it's, it's kind of a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, and while there are other things that are more important, like like Tyra and and 
2001 how's that not foul i'm confused Do that, does the nba want the hawks to go through yeah I how is that not a foul <laughs> it's such a foul that was a really anyway, if, if you guys are wondering what just happened we're in the last 40 seconds of the game and that someone just made it i don't know who that is actually. circus yeah, that was a circus we did song. get a little bit distracted and a foul yeah yes listen don't worry though we'll be that here. looks wow. like that looks like a travel. <laughs> I don't know who that is. So it's not a foul. That is a travel, I think. All right, I'm going to quit talking. Bogdanovich should not have just laid that There's out. No he should have tabled it out for, 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 for the whole shot clock. Sportsmanship? For the shot clock. They, oh. I'm not sure why they Oh, yeah, no, they tried to foul it. They but it's probably only automatic two points if they foul him. Yeah, so. He yeah, hasn't I mean, missed a free throw in how many games? He just, he's just like 95%. He hasn't missed. He doesn't miss. There's, there's a statistic. <laughs> oh, he doesn't he's miss there's been a lot of games where he has not missed. Yeah, he traded on I mean, I remember Dirk Nowitzki won his playoff. Oh, oh, my God. Oh. Wow. Whoa. Uh, guys, we're, we're, so this is not very – Joel, me for three. Okay. No. All right, Hawks right. are going to win. Hawks are going to win. There are almost 25 seconds left. They're going to have to keep fouling. And the annual playoff chokers strike again. Joel and Ben Simmons, not not real all-stars. 76ers will never be a real team, in my opinion. I don't know, but anyways – the Hawks won. They're moving on. They're going to face the Bucks. Yeah. Be, guys, something I, heard, I realized yesterday. I'm pretty sure Kawhi Leonard's not, is not coming back. I think he actually tore his ACL. It's not official yet, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to play, which means that the finals are guaranteed to not have LeBron, Steph Curry, Durant, and Kawhi Leonard. Good that point. has never happened in that's, the last 10 years. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Seeing Devin Booker, Trey Young. Giannis and Paul all George. these guys in the finals, it's just like... It's going to be Trey Young, Paul this George, is the Giannis, future. or... We're in the future of the NBA. I mean, I'll be honest, I mean, it's all injuries. Like, I mean, if it doesn't get injured, the Lakers are, are definitely still in. I understand. Kyrie and Jay Garden not getting hurt. The Nets are definitely winning. I understand, but you don't think those younger guys made that next step into the upper echelon of players? I think they did, but I know that the NBA is the league that's dominated by the super superstars who literally have their those... own super teams, like... Kevin Durant, who's the second best player in the NBA, in my opinion, has two superstars next to him. I agree with LeBron you. LeBron has Anthony Davis on his team. So it's kind I of like, if both teams are healthy, those are the teams that are going to win. I agree so with you So we are 100%. lucky as fans that they go, that these teams got injured. I agree with you 100%. I believe that these players, the Trey Youngs, the Giannis's, are becoming into the LeBrons. They're becoming, I think, Luka. His team is so bad. Okay. You put... You put actual players around Luka Doncic, he has the same effect oh, yeah. as guys like Anthony no, Davis. No, I think Luka right now is, 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 might be as good as I think, Kawhi Leonard. I think Devin Booker is, you know, I personally I believe Devin Booker, Booker Trey Young, those guys, Donovan Mitchell okay. even, are in that yeah, next F. Prop to Trey Young. I mean, this guy's insane. He's so good. He's so good. I think well, he averaged 30 points in Pennington. He beat the, the obviously the annual annual playoff Joker Sixers, but uh, honestly, like Trey Young is a beast. And that I mean, we didn't have Steph Curry these playoffs. We had Steph Curry, but whatever. And Trey Young, yeah, he's Steph Curry's replacement right now. Honestly. Yeah, Trey except Young. He can, except he's an incredible playmaker. He, he scores as much as Curry, kind of, and he gets ten assists per game. He's yeah. incredible. And the hmm. the best part about him is that he also represents people with horrible hair. There's never been short. <laughs> there's never been like a superstar who's had such bad hair like that. <laughs> like, LeBron, like I mean, LeBron? No, LeBron was not this bad. People like I see memes about Trey Young all the time. They're like, why didn't he just go bald? 
Like, if he went bald, he would just... I he think he would, eventually. He has to. I'm looking at him. He's like a kid. The guy... <laughs> he's like, what is he, like, 22, 23? That's so cool. basically a kid. Dude. This guy, I remember, in, he was balling out in Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, he's he, not winning he's a, anything. He's a real baller. His team was bad, and now he's, he's he just carried his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Who would have thought that Trey Young would be in the Eastern Conference Finals right now? That's incredible. That That's is. incredible. That is crazy. And Giannis, we all thought he was done after that horrible series against Miami last year. Oh, yeah. But I, yeah. it turns out that Giannis is still a really good player. <laughs> Chris Middleton. And Drew Holiday was a huge addition. Drew Holiday was huge. great. Chris yeah. Middleton, he he is such a good player. He's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Pulls up, knockdown shooter from anywhere, any mm-hmm. spot on the court. It feels like he can make a shot from anywhere. Wow, him. look at Kevin Herter getting the post-game interview. That's crazy. That is. I think he scored like 25-plus, something over. As as there aren't or any... I don't think there are any active Jewish NBA players. He's Jewish? No, but since there are no active we NBA... We can adopt him as our Jew? Yeah, he looks the most Jewish. Yeah. So he's Jewish. Yeah, we don't have an we don't have an NBA player who's like Jewish. I don't think right now. Do we? Is there anyone in the NBA who's Jewish? No. So he has to we be. We can just adopt Burger as our. Amar Stoudemire doesn't play. Yeah, I think that's fair. Adopt. We can adopt. Kevin Herter is the is the. Well, oh, Denny of Deja. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we can. I think I don't know. If that that doesn't work. We forgot about it. But I think for now, since yeah, we only have. He is very Jewish. Yeah, Benny. Is Omri Cassidy still in the league? I don't know. No, I think he retired. Think yeah, he was never good either. But then he had a lot of hype. He didn't play bad. He just got hurt. Yeah. He I didn't play bad at all. I, I think he played very well, actually. Yeah. So I think that's going to do it for basketball. I think we spent tad too much time on basketball. But <laughs> it's perfectly fair because it is game seven, NBA playoffs. Guys, that guys, the Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals are Clippers, Suns. Bucks, Hawks. That's the most random teams ever. That's and we always have got that's two animals, a star, and, and uh, something people use to cut hair. Oh, a deer. We have two animals. We got the Hawks, the, 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 the clear. <laughs> we have the, the hair. Maybe for Trey Young, if he meets the Clippers. Oh, yeah. That's a very necessary matchup. Yeah. Trade yeah. Out of the, Clippers. the Hawks against the Clippers would be great. You might, yeah. might get a nice haircut. Yeah, but just get, guys, <laughs> if, you, if you haven't been watching NBA because you're sick of the same players and same teams winning every year, I mean, this year is incredible. Five. Thanks to injuries, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, injuries. It's sad if people get hurt, but does it make better entertainment for us? Yes, it does. Also, um, a warning in advance. We aren't going to be talking about hockey due to the fact none of us know about hockey. Yeah, we're from it Miami. We don't watch hockey. What is hockey? The Florida Panthers made the playoffs, and I didn't hear one person talk about it. <laughs> that's one. a good point. Nobody cares. That's a great point. Okay, so that's going to do it for part one of this podcast. I think that for now, I think an hour at a time is a bit much, so we're going to split the hour podcast into two parts every week. We'll release them in the beginning of the week, in the middle of the week. If we, If you guys decide you want to change it, that's totally cool. We're accepting all feedback, but that's going to do it for part one. We'll see you guys again in part two.